On this episode of Leave That Thing, I talk to Natsune Oke. She's an entrepreneur, media host, and the author of The Game of Self-Domination. Welcome back, everyone. Today, my guest is Natsune Oki. She also goes with Nana. Nana is a self-mastery enthusiast and renowned deep thinker. She's the author of The Game of Self-Domination and the host of Life Up Education TV. Not only has Nana earned a college degree in business and economics in the United States as a foreigner, but she's worked with hundreds of innovators, entrepreneurs, and next-generation thinkers in Seattle. Passionate about creating lifelong success and inspiring others to reach their full potential, her goal is to help people reach their dreams and master their resilience in life. Welcome, Nana. Well, thank you very much for having me today. So tell us, what is a topic that you are going to share with my audience today and give us some background into how you learned about it? Right. So as, um, as you introduced me, I'm, my name is Nana, well, Natsune. I'm uh, also an entrepreneur. I'm a host at the Life Up Education TV. I have a book like you introduced, and I also have a company here in Japan. And to, to back to your question, uh, a, lot of it, a lot of it came from my entrepreneurial personality uh, and then entrepreneurial journey. Uh, things I often talk about, actually, I talk about various kind of things, mm-hmm. but I'm particularly very thoughtful around like philosophy in life and then which oftentimes really uh, apply the same thing in entrepreneurship and business also. Mm-hmm. So I talk a lot about that. Um, just to keep, give you a little bit more context of what I do with my other business, for example, is um, so with Life Up. Uh, it's a media company. And then uh, with Foreign Connect, which is my another venture where I help companies to launch their businesses. So it, mm-hmm. it has this element of like wanting to help uh, very early stage businesses. Mm-hmm. And the way I do that is I basically connect them with um, service vendors because mm-hmm. I'm, I help Japanese companies to launch business in America, for example. Oh, so I would... Okay. I would find vendors that they need, whether that's a lawyer, whether that's a manufacturer, uh, you know, supply partner, whatever. Like I find Mm -hmm. them to coordinate everything. Um, So that's what I do in the other portion. Um, And in terms of the topic, uh, like I said, this entrepreneurship really taught me how to be resilient in life, Mm -hmm. how to, you know, how to navigate through the rejections, Mm -hmm. how to, you know, keep strong, um, well, mindset, keeping the mindset, like one, one of the very big thing about entrepreneurship is you don't necessarily have to know, um, you know, how to manage time and resources. Uh, well, you do, but really the fundamental question is, can you manage your mind, which right. is like 80% of, of the game in entrepreneurship when, right. when it comes to like a long, long-term thinking versus like a short-term game. Right. So that's something I talk about a lot. Yeah, that I think that's really important. And for people that have either thought about or in the entrepreneurial journey themselves, mm-hmm. it's always that fear of failure, right? I mean, right from the beginning, like, oh, what's going to happen? Am I going to be successful? And that's what you're talking about. It's like grounding yourself, grounding your mindset. And, mm-hmm. and yes, you may have 
come across failures in quotes, right? But being able to bounce back, take that failure, learn from it and move forward. And that's the resilience that you, um, you're talking about. And that's so that, yeah, actually to add to that, one of the big thing I also talk about is ego, like how ego make people lose because like, for example, when, when you come from nothing, like when you don't have anything from the start, which is basically the fear, right? Like the fear of like, oh, what if they don't take me seriously? Or what if, you know, I don't have what it takes? And what if like I fail, blah, blah, right. blah. But it actually gives you the ultimate edge when you don't have anything. When right. you have nothing, you are willing to do everything it takes, right? So while these people who are all set, like who are, you know, who achieved every success they achieve or whatever, mm-hmm. they're, they're soft. They're too soft to right. keep fighting in the market. Right. In the other, um, in the other um, hand, you with n- like nothing to lose, yeah. you super edgy, like with yeah. this, yeah. uh, you know, work ethic, you know, willingness. Right. That's very, like that keeps you in the edge. Like that actually right. gives ultimate edge so something i talk about is like you know when when you become successful like people tend to lose this market Mm -hmm. yeah humidity humidity Mm -hmm. in the market and then they start thinking hallucinating that as if they are the important one as Mm -hmm. if they have the right idea as if they are the correct one they cannot be wrong yeah but so another thing i talk a lot about is like the market is always right Mm -hmm. high emotional intelligence yeah. And then also that connects directly to the mission I'm trying to deliver with Life Up Education TV, which we can touch a little bit more a little bit later. Yeah. But basically that's to say that like, don't confuse, like don't misunderstand that you are the matter. Like yeah. you, well, you exist with this given body. Yeah. But really you are just navigating through um, like the physical events right. on the daily basis. Right. But, you know, when it comes to like practicality, you still have to keep in mind that like what is happening right in front of you is not what you're living for. So right. Which, right. Which There's puts a you bigger purpose. Yeah. Purpose. Like you should have a macro view, like a macro yeah. purpose in life. Right. And then which gives you, this courage which gives you new narration about like i'm no one like i'm mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not the matter in this life like yeah. i cannot be egoistic about like who i am like i cannot predicate my success around that i can yeah. be, I cannot be like i'm successful i'm smart i'm rich whatever so you should yeah. listen like, you cannot be like that when you mm. realize that you're not the matter in life so that's something i talk about also yeah, those were really good points. And I just took a couple of notes there and definitely totally agree with you. When you have nothing to lose, it gives you more drive because mm-hmm. you're starting with nothing, you know, you can only go up, right? You can't go exactly. any lower. <laughs> only upside. Right, exactly. And then the humility is so important for leaders of any kind, right? And it kind of leads into that. How do you define success? It's not about, you know, how much what your role is, what your title is and all that stuff. It's about what difference are you making Mm -hmm. in life for Mm -hmm. others and for yourself? And I love all that. And I can't wait to get into this. So, yeah. yeah. So 
tell me, how did you recognize a need to educate people on this topic? And let's maybe zone in on faith and resilience from mm-hmm. fear of others. Because that's okay. a section in your book that you talk about. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I want to come back to that a little bit later uh, because this particular question really has to do with why I created uh, Life Up Education TV also. Mm-hmm. So I wanted mm-hmm. to introduce that a little bit. So extension from what we spoke about a little bit earlier, um, I noticed that there's no purpose in life for me personally in, at this individual level mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a very macro thinker. I right. think about, I look at the world from not the current state only, but I look at it from like years later and years after I, my existence, mm-hmm. like my, right. So the legacy you want to yeah, leave, right? Legacy. Exactly. So, I mean, if you look back any historical figures, like that's what matters, right? Like we right. don't remember those people, but we all kind of know about what they did. Right. But basically, you know, that really made me realize that there's no purpose in life. For me, the purpose of life, the purpose of life is very subjective. For me, it is to live it totally. Mm-hmm. So that, and then for me to live it totally, what do I want to do? I want to make progress. Uh, I want to make a uh, contribution to the humanity, pro- progress of progress of humanity. Yeah. That's my life mission. And what does that mean? I noticed that um, the art is a foundation of humanity. Art is what the humanity stands, mm-hmm. um, stands on. And what, do, what does that mean? When I think about future, I think about, uh, I associate that with possibility, something that we haven't explored, something mm-hmm. that we haven't reached. And um, when you look at future as a possibility like that, well, possibility connects with creation, right? Mm-hmm creativity something that we we potentially uh, well something that we hold as a potential mm-hmm. but we haven't reached right like creativity right. imagination are the things that we already contain but we haven't right exactly explored so when you think about that future well creation is really inward like inside of us mm-hmm. it's a potential that already exists inside of us Right. And when I look at it, that's why I say foundation of the humanity. So in my mind, it's like art exists, art and creation exists in the center of the core, yeah. the humanity stands, right? So mm-hmm. extension to that. So the future, I associate future with possibility, creation, imagination, and then really challenging the limit of the current knowledge, current state of understanding of how, you know, how the world works. Mm-hmm. what we can do as a humanity and we really want to challenge that right like right. Elon Musk like he's trying to go to Mars like you know that's right. another level like so that's how I look at future future is creation future is imagination mm-hmm. future is something that we as a human species um like subconsciously already contain but we haven't mm-hmm. come to the point mm-hmm. of exploration right uh, yeah so that's, that's how I see it. And then when I think about history, on the other hand, I think of it as knowledge. I think of it as experience. I think of it as acquired knowledge, experiences, mm-hmm. data, right? So those right. are the history that tells us what was possible in the past. Right. That became our tools. That became our um, intelligence. That became our um, well, right. method. So... Mm-hmm. 
there's a practicality in that. Like we already know how things work as, right. you know, within our creation, within what right. we've already discovered, right? So when I look at it like that, I notice that what drives uh, humanity to expand our potential on, you know, uh, creation, mm-hmm. what drives us uh, more to the future, progression, yeah is to maximize the imagination, maximize this art part of the humanity, right? Right. And I noticed that this art part of humanity can be only triggered and inspired by like emotional factors, Mm -hmm. which comes with, uh, you know, the reason to live, the reason to live the life that they want to live. And also really basic stuff. But, you know, just know that like, people care about you like you laughing in life you right. having smiled in in your life like really appreciating life like these beautiful feelings yeah really give you the courage and give you the reason to strive in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's what i wanted to create with the media life up education tv and uh the way i describe life up education tv i often describe it as it's a media that talks about how to create uh, progress in humanity from the perspective of art and science because mm-hmm. they're m- my number one priority and the number one value that I want to create to this world is this positive message and really genuinely um, a message that does good for the humanity because right. for example um, one of the another thing I talk about in my book is uh, invisible hand from Adam Smith uh, the theory in economics and then Adam Smith is the father of economics and I studied economics that's why I know mm-hmm. it but basically his his theory is economy is at the optimal state when there's no government intervention and I believe that theory can apply to many things in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at, even at the society level I think that when I can create this reason to strive when i can create this trigger for people for people to feel the love feel this like inspiration for them to strive in their life i can encourage them to strive in their life in their way right right. and together we can come to the maximization of progression as a humanity together so it doesn't matter which direction you're striving for Right. But as long as you push toward the future together, focusing on creation, focusing on production, right. then together as a humanity, we can create the massive progress. Right? right. So that's kind of how all came about it. And because you asked me like why I wanted to educate people around this topic, I, so in that sense, I don't necessarily see it as education, but I see it as more like, awareness bringing mm-hmm. in awareness right and i'm i also see it as like i just genuinely want to encourage people yeah yeah, yeah. so just to summarize some of that so I, definitely i heard things like you know the possibilities are limitless because it starts from within us we just need to explore what's out there and when you talked about the historical data and then kind of creating in the future it's I think it's important to have that experimental mindset, right? So you have results from experiments in the past and probably learnings from those which you can take in the future and then continue to experiment. 
And then the cycle continues, right? Where you mm -hmm. keep leaving this uh, information. And then a uh, thing you pointed out, which was really great, was having this universal goal, you know, like everybody sort of converging, but just having that right mindset and you're helping with that mindset that you can do it your way, but here's a universal goal that we want to create a better world, which is, which is a wonderful, wonderful mission. And I, I admire you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for saying that. <laughs> and so let's talk about, um, a specific success story that has come from you know sharing this uh, awareness and this knowledge can you give us an example um well successful story like after i my book went sales um i've got a couple of people well actually more than a couple but i i've got a few people reached out to me to mm -hmm. say like just you know thank you for yeah. my book which is right. good and i like honestly this is another thing like you know we talked about ego a little bit earlier right, right? like right. you know another show at another show um there was another host uh, person just genuinely asked me like how i feel now that i'm you yeah. know published author or whatever right. and my answer was like i i don't feel anything because like that's not important for me right and there's the things that you can control. There's things that you cannot control. Right. And I'm very aware of that. And what do I mean by that is like, if my message is delivered to someone at the right time in the time that they needed to hear that they can feel like, you know, because of my contents, because of my message, yeah. like this person feels like motivated, feels inspired, mm -hmm. feels whatever that's success for me right yeah. like and then i cannot expect anything more than that i right. i don't expect this person to follow me because of it because that's something right. i cannot control right what i can hope for at the very like top level is i just want to i just hope that my message can hit people in the right timing that they needed to hear yeah but that's all i i can do i cannot mm, i cannot decide who i am to them Right, right. So basically, my success in that sense is that I came out to some people in in their um, in the right timing that they mm -hmm. needed to hear mm -hmm. my message at, and then they just felt better because of yeah. me. Totally, totally understand that. And I think as an author myself, and even with this podcast, the goal is um, the books that I've written exactly like you the way i define success is if i publish this book and if it has made a difference in someone's life that they're like oh this is a different way to think because i've written books on you know mindfulness and emotional intelligence and if it has changed their life even in just a little way that is success to me right just like you said give it to them in the right time and same with this podcast a couple people have come to me that they said, yes, okay, yeah, I, I enjoyed this particular episode and I'm going to go pursue this. And I'm like, oh, that's success to me. So no matter what, even if I, it's not based on, oh yeah, I'm a famous podcaster. I have like a million downloads. No, even the five people that I make a difference, it, it just definitely that is success to me and that adds value to my life and adds value to their life. So totally with you on that. That's amazing. So, so then um, if you were to give, there's obviously we've packed a lot of great advice for people, but 
If there's one word of advice that you would give aspiring leaders and current leaders, what would that be? I, I mean, I have a couple, like actually I, a few comes in my mind right now, but maybe if I were to choose one, because I suffered from this a lot is you cannot blame yourself for anything. Like, I think I want to share that number one, because I suffer the most about it because, you know, I think majorly because I was born into the household where um, I think people are kind of insecure, you know, mm. and also, you know, I had a lot of rules and genuinely like growing up in Japan, uh, being born, uh, right. being born and raised in Japan. Like it's just the culture is that right. like, you know, you have to feel ashamed of yourself if you make a mistake. Like mm, this is the right. kind of you have. So I suffered a lot. Uh, and when I worked in America, particularly, I think I had to challenge that. Uh, I had to challenge that limiting belief a lot. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, having a business and everything, like I just noticed that it's really important that you never blame yourself. Whatever you do, you cannot blame yourself because once you, once you start blaming yourself, you become victim. And when you're a victim in life, in business, in anything, you don't produce anything. Right. And as a business owner, as a leader, the number one priority, the number one thing you need to focus on is production. Nothing else. Production, productivity. Yeah. So for that sense, I stop blaming myself uh, better than before that yeah. I don't dwell on negative emotion as much as before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when, whenever I do something, like whenever I make a mistake, instead of going like, why, you know, I'm so stupid. Like I, you know, oh. I don't worse anything, whatever. Yeah. Instead of yeah. that, like I just look at the situation and say, okay, well this happened. And even right. if it's not because of me, right. right. That's another thing about either is that sometimes people do something and then you have to cover for it right right and when that happens instead of blaming on me and blaming on that other person right you have to just focus on creation okay whatever happened happened and there's no alternative you cannot go back to your past and change whatever right so you gotta just keep going Um, and that's something i had to learn hard way yeah yeah i think that's that's great advice so moving forward definitely like because some things are not under your control and i guess i I like that fact that you pointed out you know not treating yourself as a victim because the moment you say that oh it's me and oh this happened to me it it it's very limiting and it it prevents you from going forward and prevents you from solving a problem. So when you say production, it's like, let's look at what do we need to solve this problem and move forward. So yeah, that's, that's wonderful advice. Yeah. So your book you mentioned came out uh, beginning of September. Give us a high level about what this book is. So if people want to pick this book up, what would they find in this book? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of what you find is going to be me, right? Like what we've been talking about. Um, But specifically, I laid out um, how one can create mental transformation in life. And basically, you know, you can probably tell from my tone and the kind of things we spoke about already. But I'm a big fan of like change your narration in your head so that you gain control over things. Like you cannot be a victim. That's like my number one. Uh, number one message and that's why 
the title of the book is called The Game of Self-Domination, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so given that a lot of it is, is that, and to go a little bit more specifically, uh, what do I mean by how to create mental transformation in th- three phases is the first phase I start, I talk about uh, how can one create commitment in life? How can one s- stop being victim and mm-hmm. decide to act on their life? Right. And that's all about emotion. Right. So I create, I set it up material in a way that creates inspiration in your belief so that you believe that whatever you're dreaming of right now is possible to happen. Mm-hmm. And then also desperation in a sense that you have to be disgusted about your situation. You have to, you have yeah. no other option but to change, right? Right. So that's, right. that's all about emotion. That's the first phase. Um, and the second phase is about resilience and mm-hmm. perseverance, which is way harder topic yeah. than the first one. Right. Uh, because the second phase, it comes with, uh, here comes the practicality. You mm-hmm. have to gain some logical thinking about, right. you know, about your goal. So the first phase was like purely predicated on your emotional driver. Right. Um, and emotional driver. And then the second phase, we start talking about how to, um, how to persevere in hard times, which requires you, um, many different things. And it still has definitely has a big portion of like emotional right. Right. During those times. But once again, I, I also talk about having high uh, emotional intelligence, which is basically tell you, um, to be practical, which Mm -hmm. means you got to understand that it's never about you, right? Like it's always about the other person. It's always about the market. If you right. don't bring in value, you don't mean anything, right? right. So it has to be really value oriented. And then the third phase, I start talking about how to create definition of success and happiness because in the second phase, I talk a lot about redefining failure also, which is like mm-hmm. super important topic. Right. right. Um, but there's not much talk around happiness and success. I think people easily uh, outsource what that means. Right. And Mm -hmm. then, I mean, it's, it makes sense that, you know, just our media and everything is just, yeah. All all the time, like 24 seven. It's such an easy access that people can start kind of, um, you know, consuming those contents or whatever. And then, start making this like delusional definition. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exploring who they are. So we'll fix that in a third phase and really talk about like, wait, wait a minute, like back it up. Like, let's talk about what, what's important to you. Like let's get life from less superficial, but really deep level of what is important to you. So that's what I talk about in the book. Yeah. That, that all sounds great. And I, I can see, a lot of people gaining benefit from reading the book. So I hope continued success for your book. And uh, I'm so happy that you joined me today. And I really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, me Uh, too. Thank you very much for having me. Lead That Thing is a production of Optum LLC, helping businesses define strategies for growth, strategize, energize, optimize. Join me next week on Lead That Thing to hear about how people are going out there to make a difference in their lives and for others. Until then, lead that thing.